Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money and the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. Even before this year's banking failures, the Basel Committee on Banking Supervision officially unveiled the new recommendations for setting the capital requirements for the banking sector, commonly dubbed Basel IV, in December last year. And the new regulation includes reforms in the standardized approach for credit risk. Banks are starting to phase in Basel IV this month, with banks being given in five years for total implementation. But what exactly is Basel for and what changes should we be looking out for? And what will this mean for our local banks? Well, joining us on the phone today to tell us more is Rina Kwok, who's a credit analyst at Asian Financials uh, at Bloomberg Intelligence. Hi, Rina. Welcome to the show. Hi, Hongben. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm good. Uh, how are you? Good as well. Thank you. All right. Thank you for joining me today. Okay, so this Basel for is quite you know, complicated, I feel. So for people out there, for our listeners who don't know what exactly Basel IV is, what is Basel IV and what is the goal of Basel IV, Arena? Thank you. I think that's a good question. And Basel IV is indeed a very niche topic. Now, if we look into Basel IV, the goal of Basel IV is really to restore credibility in the calculation of banks' risk-weighted assets, RWA in short, and improve the comparability of the bank's capital ratios. And it aims to do that by just constraining the use of internal rating models by an output flow by ensuring the bank's capital does not fall below 72.5% of the amount required by the standardized approach and improving the risk sensitivity of the standardized approaches. Okay, okay. So what are some of the key changes to watch? I mean, there's been Basel 3, 2, and 1. So how is Basel 4 different? We see a new overhaul a rules under Basel 4 and it includes new standards for credit risk and operation risk and a credit valuation adjustment, what we call the CBA in short. And it also introduces an output floor and revisions to the definition of leverage ratio as well as the application of the leverage ratio to the global system to be important by. Okay, okay, okay. So, I mean, what is then the fundamental review of the trading book under Basel Sure. So I think fundamental review of the trading book or FRTB in short under Basel 4 is a set of rules that actually specify the minimum regulatory capital requirements that apply to the bank's wholesale trading activities. Mm-hmm. And these rules actually aim to actually prevent the kind of systemic losses that were seen in the trading books in the wake of the financial crisis. Mm. If we take a look at this FRTB rules, they actually include a stricter separation of the positions between the trading and the banking book and the introduction of a new standardized approach for market risk as well as the revised rules of the use of internal models. Mm-hmm. Then what is the impact of the FRTB rules on banks? I mean, specifically for Singapore banks, should we be worried about the impact of FRTB on our local lenders? Sure, I think that's a good question. And let me just focus, you know, what's the impact of the new FRTB rules mm. on banks in general? So under the new FRTB rules, it will actually increase the capital that banks must maintain against trading many products in the market, especially for illiquid products or risk profiles that are difficult to benchmark like derivatives. And risks that are not supported by sufficient data are deemed as non-modelable and they also result in higher costs for the banks. And the treatment of index 
and fun mm. exposures under FRTB may also be a concern for banks if they've been sufficient or inaccurate fund data. Mm. Now, if we take a look for Singapore banks, now we actually believe the capital impact on FRTB rules for Singapore banks looks manageable, and that is due to their modest trading rule. Mm-hmm. Now, if you take a look at first quarter 23 results, uh, market risk-weighted assets of the total risk-weighted assets for the Singapore banks were less than 10% for all three lenders. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So I believe this Basel four is going out into phases. So what is the impact of the fully loaded Basel four reform on Singapore banks then? Sure. Now, I think if we look into the fully loaded basis of Basel IV impact on Singapore banks, it looks manageable. And mm-hmm. this is unlikely to actually uh, impact the development policies or require additional capital risk given the ample excess capital. Mm-hmm. And the reason is being, you know, the all three lenders have diversified portfolios across various credit types, which offset risk-weighted assets, shortfalls on some asset classes. By mm. risk-weighted assets above the output floor on some other asset classes, as well as the modest trading book, as mentioned earlier. Mm, okay, okay. Then, I mean, you know, long-term investors, they've been served well by having at least one bank in their portfolios. So, with this implementation of Basel Four, what are some of the benefits they can see due to the impact of Basel Four and the initial transition in 2024? That's a great question. Now, if we have seen, based on the management guidance, the initial move to Basel for implementation in 2024 could actually lift the common equity tier one ratio mm-hmm. by about 2% for DBS and UOB. And we believe this will actually largely be driven by lower risk rate assets due to the removal of 1.6 multiplier for internal rating based uh, risk rate assets, as well as lower loss given default for loans to unsecured corporates under the foundation mm-hmm. internal rating-based approach. Okay, okay. Are there any risks, though? Sure. So I think if we look into overall the capital impact, we believe it's manageable for the banks. And that being said, the risk will actually be very modest because mm-hmm. you know the capital impact is manageable and, as mentioned earlier, it's unlikely to impact the Singapore banks' dividend policy as well as require them to raise additional capital given that, you know, the lenders remain well capitalized even after Basel IV rules. Okay, okay. So what can the banks then do to manage the capital impact of Basel IV reform? Sure, there are a couple of ways that banks could do to manage the capital impact of Basel IV. The first thing is they actually have to assess their exposures across various credit types mm-hmm. instead of the data and the system to offset the impact of Basel IV and the capital. Now, one approach of increasing income to risk-weighted assets mm-hmm. or reducing risk-weighted assets to capital ratios could help banks to create a competitive advantage. Now, certain levers such as the technical levers for capital management include improving accuracy in what we call the risk-weighted asset calculation mm-hmm. or even business levers such as collateral optimization that are actually eligible in both the internal rating-based model as well as the standardized approaches to reflect credit risk mitigation mm-hmm. or even increasing pricing for riskier loan types. Mm-hmm. Now, lastly, banks could also cross-sell more fee-based products that do not actually result in additional capital charges or exceed unprofitable customer segments. Mm, well, thank you so 
so much, Rina. I mean, Basel 4 has been a complicated term, but you've explained it so well. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Have a great weekend. We've been speaking with Rina Kwok, who is the credit analyst of Asian financials at Bloomberg Intelligence. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O. Audio at the App Store and Google Play.